Hey everybody, yes, welcome back to the Faith Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, I would ask you how it's going today, but you're in such a good mood. Hmm. I was late. I had technical issues on my side. We're very much into the recording time and we're just kicking this off. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing right in the new year to be so calm, so tolerant, so accepting, and so at peace? How are you doing so well? Uh, well, it... The weather, you know, Jason, I'm a very shallow guy. Uh, the weather is all it takes to just change my mood. It's su- you can see in the the, the window behind I'm, I'm me. Not, I'm it's not going to say that. You're you're a deep layered human, Chris. You're a human. <laughs> you're not shallow, but what you are, because I am too. We're old. We're old. Uh, and as you get older, the weather becomes the weather, more and more of an impact yeah. on everything. So yeah, weather's good down in Texas. It's warm. It's a warm winter, which is great. Texas, you know, doesn't like the cold. We had a quick cold snap. That's done. Um, my pond froze over. I found out my kids were like just playing on the frozen pond a couple weeks ago when it froze over. And I'm like, uh, okay, y'all didn't fall in. Okay. Y'all are, <laughs> y'all are good. <laughs> I was like, you know, that can crack, but luckily they're yeah. very tiny children. So, uh, they were safe. So yeah, good, good, yeah. So you guys had a freeze down there. I did, I did yeah. not even know it got that bad. Yeah, yeah, froze for it. The it was froze for almost a week, or uh, the pond at least. So yeah, it's uh, cold stuff. And uh, and Jason, so that's all it takes is some nice weather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking around last night, like taking the garbage out in shorts. It was like sixty something degrees. Beautiful. It was like it's kind of nice out today. Yeah, but yeah, I was talking about you. We're good. The, you in the shorts. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, I mean, good start to the year. Happy New Year. Hope things are going well. Yeah, I'm good. Good, good. Miss you. Miss you for a couple weeks. Uh, took a cup. Took a week off of the show, and now we're back. Big episode today with a little title. What's going on? And we will explain that right after this break and this message from Chris. I want to tell you guys about Optio. Optio is the reason why we are able to do this week after week. If you enjoy this free content. I do ask that you guys please go check out Optio at optio.com slash PSP. The reason I tell you is because if you are listening to this podcast and you care enough to spend an hour with two random guys that you might learn a few tips, then you will love the opportunity that you have to try for free. Again, an amazing tool designed specifically for Google ads. This is a tool for you. This is a tool they have built for Google Ads managers, okay? Doesn't do Facebook. It doesn't do all these other things. It does Google Ads, period. And it will help you optimize your Google Ads campaign to the stars and beyond. This this thing is amazing. It helps you with your keywords, your negative keywords, your ad copy, um, your bidding strategies, your everything. It encompasses these amazing uh, statistics and metrics that you don't see anywhere else. They they take these things and they put them all together in a very understandable, whether you're a highly advanced Google Ads user or you're very basic and just getting started, they frame them in basic common English so that you can see what needs to be done. You read through the commentary about why this is suggested And then you decide, okay, yeah, go ahead. Let's make that change. Or, oh, you know what? I'm going to investigate that myself and go make the change myself. No matter what, it is an amazing strategic tool you will like. Guaranteed. Optio.com slash PSP. Okay, thanks, Chris. So title of today's episode as we get into this new year is 
what's going on? And we want to leave it kind of an open title, kind of an intriguing title, because Chris, I don't know about you, but for me, Google Ads and the year 2022, it was like, it was a big year in history. Like, I feel like everything they're doing with both the internet and their assets, like maps, you know, it's a big deal. Hmm. Um, Display advertising across the internet, it's a big deal. YouTube, it's like a really big deal and such a big deal. People don't even get how big a deal it is. They're taking those assets and then the technology has like caught up to those assets. And now they're able to, for them, monetize them better. And for the advertisers, give us more opportunities to advertise overall, if that makes sense. Basically, everything they've been trying for years, smart technology, automated bidding, showing up on searches that you may not know the keywords before you actually see those kind of searches, Mm -hmm. so you don't even know to target them. Now you can show on those kind of searches. Things are getting looser but better. Am I making sense? Like it all came together. And actually for the first time for us, for like hardcore managers that want results, it like started working great. Do, do you agree with that? Did, did you feel like it was a different year last year than the previous few years? I agree. I do agree. I feel like um, a lot of the things that we griped about, a lot of the things back in 2021 that they were, that we were really upset about and you know we're, we're like ah you know why do they push this this isn't working you know i don't know why this is here all this kind of stuff and then it feels like in 2022 something happened like something connected properly and suddenly things were working better than they had before definitely within the previous year uh you know from 2021 to 2022 but by the way chris it, it wasn't just 2021 i mean we we suffered out yes. there in the desert from yes. like I would say maybe 2018. Like we started this show. Yeah. Good Lord. 2016. Yeah. I think. I think it was a long time ago. Yeah. I think it was 2016. Yeah. Uh, We started, let's call it 2016. Yeah. It sounds about right. And I think for like the first year or two, I mean, it was pretty formulaic, pretty simple. Like these are your keywords. These are phrase and exact. These are the kind of search terms you'll get. You'll show up on all the search terms. Yeah. Manual bids. Oh my God. We actually did it. Single keyword. Yes. Ad groups. Yeah, we were into that. We were doing it and it was working. Yeah, it was totally different. And then I feel like 2018, we got punched in the face. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then 2019, though, we got punched in the face. Yeah. But but hold on. 2020 2020. got punched in the face. (laughs) By someone else. Someone else. (laughs) By something else. Yeah. (laughs) 2021. Oh, my God. I got punched in the face and punched somewhere else. Yeah. Double. I was just. It almost, I was almost done, you know, it yep, just, yep. it was a rough year. We bounced back and it's the time we bounced back. The system, 2022, it all came to, so it wasn't just 2021 when we were dealing with this like automated stuff, lack of control changes. Yeah. I don't know what changed, but I feel like that was a very good description of how I felt. And it feels like 2021, you know, like suddenly instead of getting punched in the face, I feel maybe like a, you know, a slap on the back. You know, um, yeah. you know, it was kind of like, oh, what I, you know, suddenly what you're, you know, what, what the, these tools you have here are suddenly working for me, you know? Um, and that felt, that felt great. And and there were some, it felt pretty a, good. Yeah. Th- there was a couple things I, I want to bring up, you know, not right now, but in particular about what suddenly was working, uh, you know, what we suddenly have a couple things that come to mind, you know, that we had in 2020, uh, two, 
that that suddenly just came out of nowhere and suddenly started working in ways that I, you know we hadn't expected before. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of that. Yeah, and let's. I mean, it's a little bit of a lessons learned uh, episode as well. So I'm gonna kind of make a note here of the time, Chris. But the first one I would say is the. I mean, the biggest lesson to me. It's a lesson I already knew, but like now that you know we're kind of getting that tailwind of the technology working with us. Don't fight the system was just reiterated to me. So, like, what I mean by that is like, if phrase match becomes looser. Don't stop running on phrase match. Figure out a way to to work with it. Right. Um, if they add, like, I'll give you a perfect example. If they add two new assets, which, like, they just added recently, you know, like they used to call – by the way, if they used to call them extensions and now they call them assets, call them assets. Don't fight the system. Go with the I flow. Guess, I guess. Assets, Chris. Don't fight the system. Okay. Let me hear you say it nice and slow. I'm not going to say that word slow. We, we, we want to still be okay. a family-friendly. So – They've recently added business name and business logo, and they're only showing up on mobile. And they're not not every account has access to these, but it's like now on mobile you can show a little icon that has your logo, yep, and a little icon or not an icon, but right next to that it can show your business name. Yep, great. I added those in. Like, don't fight the system. Like, go with what they want. Why, Chris? Do you believe like if they add something like an asset, like business name, business logo, and you do use it that you will see a benefit beyond just like the search users liking that. You'll see a benefit of like some kind of ad rank boost, some kind of quality score boost, getting your ad to show more. Do you do you kind of think that way when they add something new in there and then you use it? Do you think they're when you do that, do you think you're kind of rewarded by the system? Yes. I do. I do. I feel like uh there are some things that can be very rewarding to add, but sometimes I feel I feel like, uh, you know, some other things are being, you know, pushed and it feels more like a, a punch in the face on other things, you know. For, Still, okay. Yeah. I, I've, I, for example, I feel like the, you know, like the whole what's going on idea, you know, like, uh, you know, one thing I could bring up is the recommendation system, you know. Sometimes I feel like those punch me in the face, the optimization score, things like that. It seems, you know, it seems like, for some accounts, I can ride right there at a 90% optimization score, and I like the recommendations. Uh, other ones, if I applied those recommendations, it would be absolutely destructive to the campaign. I mean, it would destroy the campaign. And it feels like, you know, wh- why are these coming through? You know, looking at those recommendations, you know, where are they coming from? Why are those important? You know, what's the optimization score, you know, have to do with this? And, uh, you know, exploring that and understanding that, that was something I definitely... Uh, did in 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 this past year was you know understanding the optimization score because you know now optimization score counts if you're a Google partner you know for you and I we each have to maintain our optimization score levels in order to maintain our partnership you know so have to understand that and sometimes those recommendations feels like a punch in the face and sometimes it's like oh that's a good idea thanks yeah recommendations are a tough one because some something might work for eighty percent of roofing accounts it's like adding this general keyword like roofer roofer or something like that but it may not work for your advertiser with their landing page right. and what they're wanting to do with their cost per lead yeah uh, so sometimes those are tough but another one more example of like don't fight the system not single keyword ad groups chris but in the last couple of years there's still been plenty of times where you have similar ad groups like maybe um maybe like Office movers might be in a different ad group than commercial movers. 
and you'll try to get the office moving searches to show with that ad group and you'll add ad group negatives, ad group negative keywords. And that's not a good example because there's only two words like office and commercial. It's not too complicated, but there are some industries where like people can search for the same th- meaning this basically the same thing in their own kind of search user mind, hmm. like, like 10 different ways. And instead of having like, like, I'll give you an example. If for an industry, you have the word like company, whatever the industry is, plus the word company, and then another version of it, like whatever the industry is, plus the word provider. And then you may have like 10 different examples of those in an industry where it's like mm. someone's doing a search for a business, but they can search it different ways. And I've had clients that want to use like different landing pages, depending on what that very special word is, yeah. even though it just means a business. And then we try to do the 2018 through 2021 thing of like adding ad group negative keywords to force uh, the right ad group to show the ad. So the ad matches the search, matches the landing page. And what I've decided is like, I'm no longer fighting the system. And if the system wants to show whatever industry plus the word provider on the keyword, whatever industry it is, plus the word company, even if the provider keyword is in the campaign somewhere, they want to show the provider search on the company keyword, let it, let it happen. Like that, that, for whatever reason, they think that one has higher ad rank and they're showing it. And I'm not going to force it just so it feels nice to me, landing page ad copy. I'm just going to let it show on what it wants to Yeah, keeping things, um, more open at the start. But yeah. What do you think of that? Like not forcing the ad groups anymore? I, I, I think you're right there. I didn't, I didn't follow you at first, but, but now absolutely, I completely understand what you're saying. So an example for me is I absolutely have backed off um, telling Google, this is where these keywords get clicks from, right? This is the very narrow channel. And this is the landing page they go to. I do not want anything that is not ABC to show up in, you know, anywhere else. I only want ABC to show up in this ad group. Even though you, Google, are taking these other exact match keywords that don't have ABC but have the same meaning, and you're showing the ABC search to those other keywords, even exact match keywords that don't have ABC. Yeah, yeah, and and I absolutely have backed off of that. I mean, mean, that's a good point. A good example is how much do I use ad group negatives? Almost never is when I use ad group negatives, honestly. I use campaign negatives all the time. That's my standard. But ad group negatives, no, because that's and we say why the reason I don't use ad group negatives is because I no longer consider my ad groups to be very super tight focus funnels that only produce a explicit type of traffic. You know, it, it can be a wide diversity of, of traffic. And if Google likes this search and provides a better quality score on this search term compared to another one, then okay, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to nitpick and say, no, it has to go here. It has to go here. That's something I absolutely have backed off. Yeah. Don't fight, don't fight the system because there are advertisers still fighting the system. And I've run into situations where an advertiser has spent a ton of money building out a very detailed website where the ABC search term you're talking about matches a very particular page on their site. And they're like, well, I want traffic to go ABC traffic to go to the ABC page because that is a better fit for the ABC search. Like it matches exactly how could it not be a better fit? And what we run into is like, yeah, maybe like our surface level thinking, like ABC search, ABC page, yeah, it makes sense better than the ABC DE page. Yeah. But Google's giving the keyword that goes to the in the ad group that goes to the ABC DE page 
a much better quality score, much higher ad rank. We can fight the system if you want to. Like we can add all these ad group negatives and force it to do it. But I've stopped doing that, like you're saying, Chris, because number one, even if ABC goes to the ABCDE page, mm-hmm. ABC is still on that page. And the human can figure that out and go, oh, yeah, I was looking for a company in this industry. They're a company in this industry. It's working. Yeah. But like, so it still works for the human. But for whatever reason, the machine really, really wants that. And the machine really matters now. Like getting that ad rank up, getting, and I don't even think in the terms of ad rank, Chris, I think in the terms of getting my freaking ad to show a lot of the time yeah. because that's what ad rank does Yeah, and getting my impressions up so that I can get clicks up. If you get clicks up, you get leads up. If you get leads up, the advertiser makes money. Yeah, And I feel like going with the flow and not fighting it and whatever they want to give a high ad rank, letting it kind of rise to the top and get the majority of your clicks in, in your account. As long as the page I go to makes sense and it's like still the kind of business the person was looking for. Let the system do what it wants so you can get that ad rank, which means you get your ad shown more, which means you get more business. Don't fight the system. Now, Chris, you're very smart. I'm very smart. We've been doing this for a long time. Honestly, I'm very impressed at the way I'll say you, because I don't, I'm not going to say I'm impressed with myself. It just sounds Mm-hmm. Not humble, but honestly, I think it's a great compliment to you and maybe to myself, like how quickly we pivoted after getting punched in the face for yeah. four years and fighting the system. That's all we talked we, about. We, we saw what was going on, and I feel like it's a very good compliment, like how quickly we've pivoted and gone into some of the things we'll talk about, bidding, um, bidding changes, other things. But my point is, not everybody has done that, and there's yeah. still a lot of advertisers, like business owners, that are still trying to control what shouldn't be controlled anymore. Have you seen that maybe with some clients you don't work with anymore, like from like maybe sometime in the 12 months? Like I've lost a couple in the last 12 months where they just wanted me to do things a certain way. Yep. And because we did that and they wouldn't let me kind of do this free flow thing, uh, their results weren't as good as they wanted and they it didn't work out. I'll tell you, I have some a couple of different stories to share on something like that because I, I, I think a lot of those things stem not from Google ads, but they stem from their business. If, you know, if a business starts to, Turned down. It, start, it starts to to, Ooh, to stress, see yeah. you know less leads, and suddenly the books are starting to turn red instead of black. You know, I mean, what happens is is they start to pressure Google Ads to provide more specific things. You know, I, and I had a client that had been with me for I don't know, gosh, they've been with me for ten years or something, a long time, wow. r- really long time. And this past year, business had turned down for them, and it was not going very well. And uh, what they do, they exuded more control on Google ads. They shut down 95% of their ad groups and started running, you know, these super finite, tiny little ad groups with only exact match. And they're, and they're doing lots and lots of like very precise negatives. And what happens with that? You end up getting just a whole lot of junk traffic because when you start targeting these micro niches with these exact match keywords, Google's going to be like, oh. Great, we'll get you that. Obviously, that's what you want, and we'll hey, get hey, you Chris. that and only that. Or we won't because, yeah. hey, you're trying to target low search volume keywords, yep. and guess what? Your status is hit with low search volume, and we're not even going to show you not all those even, searches. Yeah. The sick thing is, Chris, people who are targeting more open keywords, more high high volume keywords that have figured out how to make those cost per conversions work for them, yeah. they do get to show on the low search volume searches because they're targeting the core part of that search that allows them to show up. And the people who are trying to kind of 
do too much control. Sometimes they can't even show on the searches they want because those are the look. You know what? You know what I mean with the status yeah. thing there. Yeah, yeah, I mean when you, it seems like you know Google the, the Google Ad system. Let, let's say that if we personify it, we say the Google Ad system is suddenly pulled up their pants, hiked up their pants, whatever you know you, you want to say, and say like, "You're not going to push me around anymore." Now my my AI buddies behind me, they know what they're doing. And if yeah. you and if you don't let them work in the way they want to work, we're we're, we're not going to we, work the way that you. We're moving work. on. We're moving on. We're moving, yeah. We're we're working with the other x amount of advertisers in your town in your industry. Yeah. Who are playing ball and allowing everything to grow. Google's revenue to grow, them to get more leads, customers mm-hmm. to find better quality businesses. Like it's time to move here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's it's you're you're right. I mean, it's either evolve. Or die, and I absolutely have seen entire campaigns that have totally changed in the way that I was managing them before, and other accounts that say, you know, no, no, what we need is more control. We need to only get this. We only needs to be people who are looking for A, B, C plus D, E, E, D. You know, I, I think I cried. <laughs> I, I cried, Chris, one time. I cried. Oh, um, in like 2018, 2019, early twenty twenty or something like that. I remember. Sitting on like a lazy boy in my house on my laptop. Um, Should you be sharing this? Or? No, I cried. It's okay. Oh. You can cry, Chris. You can. My, yeah. I had my tear ducts. I asked you if you ever sealed. Cried. You told me about two specific times. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. No, I didn't. No way. Oh, you did. Wow. Okay. Okay. I had my but tear ducts sealed. I remember crying. Sealed, and the the so whole thing that. was like I was, like I was trying to figure out something, and it's just things were different than the way they had ever been done before with Google ads. Mm. And it didn't make sense to me. And it was a lot of like, here, here's what the problem was for those years. I could do what I knew worked and what worked for my advertisers. Yeah. But then when I started doing that, or we lost the ability to do that with some features in Google ads, like search terms or mm-hmm. different things changed, I would like, I, I wouldn't accept doing the new style of doing things because it wasn't working that well yeah. for those years. Right. And I was right. I was in this tough place, and I think a lot of us were, where it's like, I can't do what worked out so well for me for like my my work and my income and all that, and also worked out well for my clients. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. It and what you're wanting me to do- Doesn't work. Isn't working. Yeah. So this is what I've chosen to do with my career, where like I don't even have this control. And I cried once, like I cried. But now- like even the interface is more set up for these kind of features and yeah. it's all come together. That, that's, I guess that's it's, the point of 22. It's all come together. It's a great place to be compared to where we were, where it was like, okay, here's your new system. And you're like, this system doesn't work. And they're like, and, no, and this we, is we your new system. We changed the name of it. We yeah. don't even know what the name of it is, what you're doing. It was like, it was rough. It was a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's move on to kind of a second kind of high level really impactful thing for 2022, at least for me, and I'll ask for you. But when I think about 2022, and I think about like, I say the word Google ads, and then I go, what's top of mind? Mm -hmm. Bidding. Yeah. Does that feel right? Like, does that feel like that was one of the biggest changes you made in 2022? Like you started doing different bidding strategies for the first time in a while, or you changed up or you experimented with different bidding strategies or here's here's one oh things are either going good in the campaign and i want to make them better or they're not going good and i want to make them better either way i want to make them better yeah 
what's one of the biggest things I can try? Oh, I can try to change my bids and yeah. see if that works. Maybe not a thought we had over the previous years. That's a thought I have now always top of mind. Like, should I try a different bidding strategy? How's that feeling? How's, is that connecting with you? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a good story for you, Jason, that is absolutely a 2022 kind of story. Definitely not a 2018, a 2019 story. So I'm getting about $300, $400 cost per conversion for a client. Okay. Um, okay. And it's, you know, it's a high dollar kind of uh, acquisition. And, I, and I'm like, okay, great. You know, this is good. The, the, the search terms look good. You know, um, you know, I'm, they're getting leads, not a whole lot, you know, they're expensive CPCs and they're getting leads, but, uh, uh, they're expensive. Okay. The client then tells me, um, Hey, uh, we were hoping for like 25 to $50 cost per conversion. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. really? So, all right. So, you know what I did? T 2018, Chris would have said, okay, I'm going to lock this down. I'm about to get the best quality, high lit, most highly converting traffic there is. And I'm, I'm going to make this complex system that uh, you know will push just the best traffic. No, 2022 Chris jumps in and I throw in broad keywords. I change this thing to max conversions with, actually, I think I even set it to a target CPA uh, of like 50 bucks. And put it all together the way that I liked, you know, had negative keywords, you know, the kind of restrictions that, you know, I'm, I at least am comfortable with, I, you know, I use smart strategies. I didn't, this wasn't just a bunch of junk, but I use my automated bidding strategies that I know and use. And I was able to take that thing in like a week from 300 to $400 cost per conversion down to a $50 cost per conversion. Now, granted the quality of leads were different. You know, you yeah. can't get the same quality of leads, but the, they wanted volume and I did it. And the difference was in how I accomplished it. One, you know, old Chris, 2018 Chris would have looked at that and said, buckle down, let's go super tight, super focused. 2022 basically looks at and says, you know what? I don't think I have the tools to know exactly what's going to bring in the volume for them. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean heavily on the AI, not something I would have done before. Now, the keywords that you were targeting when it was working at the lower cost per conversion and target CPA versus the keywords that you were targeting before, did you change the keywords or is, was it the same kind of keywords? No, they were completely different. Completely different. I basically re retooled the entire thing with new keywords. You know, I mean, as you know. Now, what were those keywords? Were they just like more open, like phrase match, shorter they were words, broad phrases? They were, they were broad, broad three wow. to four, three to four word broad match searches. So that that's one of the biggest changes I've made in, in 2022 is when things are not working, instead of going inward yeah. and making things tighter and yeah. trying to well force said. results, yeah. I go outward and I go, let me leave things open. Let me go more open. Now, the thing is, I'm still evolving that skill set because it's so different than what yes. I've done in the past. Yes. And there's been multiple times, even in the last few months where I'm retooling an account. Maybe it's like a month after the build and the build strategy I used didn't go well. And now we're trying to adjust. I've done so much work where like, I still like, don't think for a second, I go back to the old habit of like making things tighter, more controlled. I do a bunch of work, make a very detailed campaign. Yeah. And then I go like, after two hours of work, I'm like, oh, darn it. I don't want to <laughs> run this. Like, I know this isn't, I know this isn't going to work now. Like this is, that these is, search terms are going to come yeah. in. They're not going to fit in any of these ad groups. And yeah. Or, or you turn it on and you realize in the first couple days, like this isn't going to work. 
Yeah, we're not getting we're not going to get no, traffic. Yeah, with this. I can't like, spin the budget. I can't get the traffic. Like, oh crap! I got to completely reverse and go out. And I think that's well said. Going going outward instead of inward. That outward is, and more open. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like, say you're in a roofing campaign and it's not working. Whatever you were trying, like, throw on broad match. Yeah. Put the word roofing company in there. Put put the word roofing companies in Atlanta. Yeah. See what happens. It's not going to be pretty for it's the first couple, work. couple of weeks. Like it, you're at least going to spend. Fi- you're going to find gems. Yeah, you're going to find gems. You're going to figure it out from there. I'll t- I mean, I'll tell you, if I'm trying to get to a destination, the worst thing I can do is take baby steps when I have 400 miles to go. At least if I'm using broad, it's going to move me. It may move me northeast, and I need to go northwest. You know, mm-hmm. so I at least I'm moving north. You know, at least I'm moving some direction, you know, and I can kind of change course a little bit. But the idea there is that at least broad keywords can move me. Whereas if I'm not getting anything from a mm. super tight campaign, I'm going to crash and burn. Now, now, how do you feel about, so you, you, you run some very loose phrase match keywords. You run some max click spinning, target CPA bidding. You, you get, you run broad keywords. You get a bunch of search terms. You get a bunch of data. How do you feel about making things tighter from there, growing different versions of the campaign from there based on the data you see? Is that still a tool set of the Google Ads manager as we get into 2023? For me, Chris, it is. Like for me, even though I don't know, I I kind of feel like tighter enforcing things doesn't work until you know what works, if you will. And I still kind of believe in like, okay, if I see a search term, I know there's things like the person doing the search and Google knowing about where they are in their buying process and all that, but there is still some aspect of like someone does a search term that's exactly what the business offers. And that search term, I don't care who's doing it. If they're searching that, they're going to convert at like 15 to 20, 25%. Let's max that out. Let's rate, let's run a huge bid on that with manual bids. Do you still feel, or Oh wow, we saw this other search term that's weird is working. Let's throw that in a different themed campaign or ad group. Do you still feel like there's a place to evolve a account after an open campaign? That is a great question, and yes, I do. Because I do too. I mean, like I, I've seen good results from that stuff. Yeah. Once you know what's working. But but that's that's the thing. You you start with a very wide shot, a very wide range. And it will be obvious where the extremes are. There's always extremes. There's always trends. And it might start small. It might start with just, okay, I know I don't want things that include the phrase how to. Okay. You've shaved off a little bit of the extreme. This is absolutely an ongoing process. Even if you have very broad tactics, you can still make strategic changes to the quality of your traffic just by looking at your search terms, just looking at certain trends of time of day, device, mm-hmm. location, that kind of stuff. Little small changes here and there. Absolutely. It's still, it it will always be something that is needed. Now let's, but before we take a break here, let's talk about what we were going to talk about a few minutes ago, bidding. Bidding for me has changed a lot in 2022. Mm. Chris, before 2022, Two, I was pretty much like uh, manual bids. That's pretty much how yep. I yep. did things. I still do a lot of manual bidding. Like I don't want to give the wrong impression here. Like it's still a big part of my yeah. um, bidding work. But I've added two two other uh, styles of bidding that I do a lot. Um, maximize clicks 
and maximize conversions. And those have a role, a big role in my, my bidding work. Are you more open than manual these days? And if so, what strategies are kind of in your mix on a routine basis? So I'm apps. First of all, I'm absolutely with you. Manual is my very first primary tool that I use. I can't say that I ever start an account in anything other than manual. Manual is always the first place I go. So I want to be clear on, on that. So I, I haven't changed on that. Uh, but the first things that I go to, you know, other things that have become more primary, you know, they used to be like tools that were just still in the still in the box. I don't even I don't even put them on the workbench, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I definitely have some that are on the workbench and a couple that are even in my tool belt. Um, for example, if I know I'm going after volume and I don't necessarily have a, a high probability of getting high conversions, uh, you know, lots of conversions, you know, it, it's a local, let's say it's a local restaurant, you know, and nobody's going to be calling. They're just going to be showing up at a restaurant. That kind of tactic would work really well with max clicks, you know, great. I'm not going to run max conversions with that. Max clicks absolutely would be a, a good thing for that. Uh, another thing that I'm much more likely to do nowadays is uh, I'm more likely to run a conversion-based automated bidding. Might be max conversions, might be target CPA, might be target ROAS. I don't know. But basically, that was never in my repertoire several years ago. It is now. It's absolutely something that I do. I use uh, you know, an experiment, and that's absolutely a tool that is readily uh, in my uh, tool belt, much more so than it was before. Yeah, and... I think for me, the, basically, it's like you have your manual bids, you have your maximized clicks, and then some kind of conversion-based bidding. Yeah. As far as those two other ones go, I think maximized clicks, I use that when I don't have my footing, when I don't know where I'm at. I'll give you an example. Launched a moving company about a month ago, did everything right, double-checked my settings, add approval, all that, like no, no impressions, like none. And I was with manual bids of done tons and tons of moving campaigns. I was bidding what I thought was aggressive. Inflation, different mm-hmm. parts of the country. This is a very expensive part of the country. Like maybe like the most, one of the most expensive parts of the country. And I was shocked when I turned on maximized clicks, what the actual real bid needed to be. And it was like double what I thought an aggressive bid was wow. in that industry. And I would not have even thought that, but like, after like two weeks, we we finally got some impressions and our absolute top percentage was like seven or 10% and we were like barely showing up. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm like severely underbidding. You turn on maximize clicks, it tells you where you need to be. So I like when I don't have my footing using that. And then the conversion-based bidding, when I'm not getting the cost per conversion I want with manual, I always try conversion-based bidding now. And a good portion of the time, a good, maybe a majority of the time, it works now. Why does it work on the same keywords, on the same searches, with the same ads, everything the same? Even the same bids I'm doing manually? I have no idea, but it's it's working a lot better. If I knew that, I'd be a lot richer. We'd be on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be on the inside. I'd have a Google contract. Yeah, we'd be be some well-kept men, you know, just... yeah. I, I want to, you know, I want to be on the inside, Chris. We're on the outside. They think we're on the inside. We're on the outside we're, we're on like the everyone outside. else. Yeah, we're <laughs> we on the still, outside. We still why, look why at, does it work? 
but, but you know, there's some there's some very like maybe even high level people at Google who would you go? Why does that work? I mean, who knows? Like, who is yeah. on the inside? Yeah. But they, I'll tell you this: whatever they're doing, it's powerful. Yeah. They're yeah. I'll leave it at that. But uh, they've got some good tools these days, and yep. I think those good tools are showing up in the conversion bidding. Now, I have a few things to say about conversions, Chris. We're gonna going to get to that after this uh, this okay. break. We're gonna we're gonna take a little slow dance. You know, okay. we're older guys as we talk mm. about the show. Can take a little slow dance and then we will be back right after this. Did you guys hear about the complete toolkit for Google Ads managers? It is now available and exclusively from Optio.com. You can try this complete toolkit for Google Ads managers where Optio continuously monitors your Google Ads accounts for statistically significant patterns. When something comes up, Optio suggests an improvement that can be pushed live to Google Ads in just a few seconds. It's an amazing tool. And if you haven't tried it, we have an amazing opportunity for you. You can try it for free for eight weeks, for two months. It's first of the year. Hey, 2023, new me, new tools. Try it, optio.com slash PSP. Okay, Chris. So before the break, we were uh, talking about conversion-based bidding a little bit. And now um, I just wanted to talk about conversions. 2022, I mean, the thought I have, Chris, that, that I've been thinking about a lot over the last year, conversions are really important uh, because even if you're not doing a conversion-based based bidding, I still think there's so much machine stuff going on in the accounts these days. Mm. The searches, your keywords show on, even if they're exact or phrase match, the people they show to, when they show to them, it, I just feel like getting data back is so important these days because as we've lost data in terms of the search terms report being kind of shrunk down and then as like our ability to understand or anticipate data goes down because the kind of searches you can show up on are so sometimes different these days but then you're like well google may be showing me on that where someone seems to be really high in the funnel but it's converting well um if you don't have those conversions to kind of guide you I would feel a little bit lost sometimes with the system these days. So as things have gotten more complex and powerful, I feel like conversions have correspondingly gotten more important. How yeah. do you feel about that? I I absolutely agree um, that uh, if we don't have one spectrum of the data ecosystem, which is search terms, right? We, we've lost, you know, there's been some of that's been shaved off. We just lost it. Sur- some search term data is just gone. And, it, it, you know, 2023, we basically had to just cope with the fact that it's not coming back. That looks like to be the case. So now what's the other option? Well, as advertisers, we have the ability to get more conversion data. We can have secondary conversion, you know, softer conversions in there that, that we can gather and we can track those. Uh, you know, pushing for better landing pages so we can get a higher conversion rate and get that data. I mean, 
that's the the missing piece that makes all the difference in an account because one thing that was introduced last year is performance max. And Jason, what is the one thing you can't exclude and be able to do a performance max campaign? Conversions. That's it. If you don't have conversions, you can't even run performance you, you, you max. You can't get in the club. Yeah, you're not in. Yeah, it's Door a good club. Closed. Oftentimes, it's a very good club. It's a very powerful club. Um, it's very powerful. But you can't get the car started yeah. unless you have the key. And the key is conversions. Conversions, and yeah. I've run into that uh, with with an advertiser in 2022, Chris. Like They, w- they just would not play ball on yeah. making their landing page and their website conversion-friendly because it didn't go with their aesthetic. They were like, well, we, we don't want to put the phone number on the homepage because we need a very qualified, a very high-end customer to dig through our site and then call us. We don't want to be like these other guys blasting people with the phone number <laughs> we want it to looking be like of, a salesman. We're, we're like, if you want to contact us, you got to look for We it. want them to see our work before they even <laughs> oh, think about gosh. calling because we want them to be so convinced. And I'm like, I get it. Like, yeah, that's okay. cool. You're differentiating yourself, but you're not playing ball with this particular system. Yeah. And I don't It's just so, it, it's kind of like Google's machine is like, okay, all you guys did for years and years and years was complain that you want leads, you want conversions, you want conversions, and you want these smart strategies to get you conversions. Okay, we figured it out. We know how to get you a bunch of conversions now. And then you don't feed it the conversions to yeah. work with. Yeah. You're kind of not playing ball. And you're like, I don't know, the machine, it's so powerful. They can find people who are on search terms you wouldn't really want. Like if you're a carpet cleaning company, someone might do a search like wine spill on my carpet. And the machine now knows which people doing that search actually are the kind of people that want to hire a business as opposed to searching DIY, even though it's open to interpretation just from the search itself. Now they know they can show you, they can bid the right bid on that to the right person if you're mm. if you have the conversions to feed it. Another another thing this brings up, Chris, the age of an account, like long term accounts, gathering data over and over and over and constantly running that becomes more and more important as conversion based information becomes more important don't try i mean if you want to give yourself the best chance with google ads take time to invest in your conversion tracking that 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 tip shouldn't even have to be a tip like it shouldn't be as revolutionary to some people as it is you say that now in 2022 as a good looking, strong, muscular guy, but the good looking, strong, muscular, a little more muscular guy you were back in 2018 was on this podcast going, Oh, I don't even need conversion tracking. I can just look at my search terms and I'll do a great job. I said do, that? do you remember those guys? I don't remember that. That was us. Yeah, that was us. Yeah. Back oh. then. Yeah. Well, because you could, because you, because yeah. we didn't have the power to go, Oh, I should target wine spill on my carpet. Yeah. I should target that. Now now you can. But don't you remember the days where you just targeted carpet cleaning company, carpet cleaners near me, and it worked even if you didn't have conversion tracking because the search terms were so strong. Right. But now it's like we can move you up in the funnel for the right people. Yeah. Hey, one more thing of going with uh going with the flow and not fighting the system. Conversion attribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, you know, last data click, driven, data driven versus last click. I always yeah. wanted to like force it to go. No, I don't want data driven. I want yeah. last click. I don't know what that I've, is. I've succumbed to that, and I yeah. go, just take me, take just- me, data driven, <laughs> take me, and I and I let it, I let it do it now, and I kind of have conf because the confidence is there, the trust is there, the yeah. mutual respect is there with the machine. I sound like a crazy person. Yeah, if this that is taken does. Out of contact. Yeah, I talk to the machine. The machine talks to me. Yeah, the okay. machine trusts me. Okay. I trust the machine. There's mutual respect there. Yeah. But now I feel I, I feel confident going with data driven. How about you with your attributes? Something you even think about or yeah, even on I mean, data driven now? It I, I I agree. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I don't spend my late nights. Are, are you a last click kind of guy? I I don't go back and undo the data driven optimization auto apply. Eighteen to twenty twenty one, Chris. It was a really last tough time click. to be a good. I mean, to be a great Google Ads manager, like I was going back in there, I was going, I don't trust it. I want last click because yeah. I want to know fully what got the conversion. Now I'm like, dude, if you guys are saying someone saw a, an ad, they just saw it. But then like later in the funnel, they converted on a different keyword. Yeah. Give the first keyword that they saw an ad on a little bit of the credit for the conversion. If you want to, like, I trust you. Like there's love there. Like I'm like mouth kissing that well, machine. It's, you know? it, 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 I, the reason we don't care as much, Jason, is because we're not as controlling with our accounts as we used to be. The reason I was like, screw you, I'm not going with uh, you know, some kind of thing that 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 takes my my conversion and statistically spreads them across the different clicks. No way. I want to see what the last click was is because I am a bottom funnel last of the you know, I want I'm in I want, full control. I'm in full control. Now Sure. I think the reason I'm, you know, I'm like, I'll let data driven be my attribution is because I don't have that control anymore. What are airplane pilots doing with all the technology now? Like, I'm glad they don't have an airplane pilot podcast because they might be like, yeah, you know, sometimes I see like, I see a building and I'm like, you know, the machine's going to take care of it. Like I could manually like move the plane to the left. Yeah. But but I know the machine does at the optimal time. So I'm going to let it do it. I think they're playing Candy Crush or something like that. I mean, Chris, are we exaggerating here? Like, is this really the role of a Google Ads manager? Don't you feel like day to day you're actually making more decisions, feeling more in control than we're sounding now? But I kind of feel like it's a blend. It's like having both strategies because sometimes there's more control needed and sometimes there's like, I have no idea why this is working. I'm going to keep doing the smart thing I figured out to let it do whatever setting it is and let it do. Do you feel like it's a balance? Yeah. Jason, my... Super fancy, amazing truck has a fancy computer in it. Mm-hmm. But do you see me going in and looking at that computer and asking that computer, like, you know, what do I do now? How do I fix this? You know, no, I still go to an expert and have him look at that fancy computer and read the settings. You, but you still know where you're going. You know yeah. why you got in the car, what the goal of the trip is, where you want to go, how to get there. Yeah. Now, the, th- the whole thing was like Waze, you know, it's like, well, I thought I could go on this main road, but Waze is saying, actually, right now at this time, take these side roads and we'll get you there faster. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a good metaphor to Google ads. It's like, we all want to go, we know where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we think is the be- the way to get there. And then other cases sometimes, and it is, it's like a sometimes thing. Sometimes the other way of doing things, the more automated, the more kind of open to the machine way. Yep. Um, it's a way to do it, Chris. Uh, really enjoyed this episode, Chris. Really enjoyed uh, talking with you today. I think this is the best episode of the year. Uh, Hands you've down. never looked better this year. And 
Thank you. It's great, great, great start to the year. Yeah. That's true. 2023. What a year, Chris. What a year. What a year. Well, thank you guys for being here. And Jason, if people want to reach out to thee in 2023, what do they do? Yeah, I'm at rothmanppc.com um, doing Google ads, you know, and uh, Chris, you're at chrisschafer.com. Yes. We'll have links in the description. Click those. And hey, by the way, thanks for supporting the podcast. You know, uh, we don't even remember when we started. Nope. We don't know when we're ending. Nope. We're just going to keep going and going. I mean, there, there's like a significant chance on the table now we just go to the end. And we're like the 70, end. 80 years old. Yeah. And like maybe we retired for 20 years at that point. <laughs> we still talk. Or we're about still it. talking at like 85 years old. And like keeping yeah. up with the trends yep. with Google search. You know, keeping up with the trends. I maybe we'll do that. When I add Google ad accounts. I mean, the, the podcast episodes at that rate, if we talk like that, if we're that slow, if it takes us that long to think yeah. and communicate, they might be like five right. hours long yeah. and people may be like, guys, five hours is a big chunk of the rest of your life at this point, but you're doing this. Yeah. We might still be doing it. Dedicated. Is Zoom going to be the thing or is it going to be oh, VR? It's gonna, Who knows? But no. It'd be nice if I could have like a hologram and you could we could sit in the same room holographically. That'd be fun. Yeah, you know, who knows where things will go, but we'll be there. You guys will be there. We're on YouTube uh, as well. Thanks for supporting us, and we will be back next week. Thanks.